0: Hello and welcome in to Week in Review. I'm John Boozdart. This is our new theme song brought to you by the very talented Mr. Corbin Randall. He made the original theme song or the theme song for the Double Life, and this is Week in Review, theme song that we have for this show. I hope you enjoy it. Love it. Welcome in. Welcome into another episode. Uh, the schedule has been a little bit different this week, as you can tell, um, episode came out on Wednesday instead of Tuesday, and this is coming out on a Saturday, which is odd, but it's my last week of, uh, school, so finals and all that fun stuff. So that kind of alters the situation a little bit, but that being said. I'm not still like 100% sold on what days are the best days to produce or to like come out with episodes. Different shows do it differently. Um, you know, the guy who I admire and look up to and started podcasting partly because of, he goes by the name of Mark Marin. He does his shows every Monday and Thursday. But the difficult thing about, the shows that I have to do trailers and then it's like a, the trailer needs to come out and I would have to do it on like a Saturday to make it come out on a Sunday, which seems like an odd day for content. I don't know. Sunday seems like a weird day to put stuff out, but who am I to really judge on that? Um. Oh, does he do Sundays and Thursdays? Ah, I don't know. I remember. I don't remember. I feel like right when I saw that, I was like, I think he might, put stuff out on Sunday which is odd but who knows anyway um the new intro that was dope i uh i'm really grateful to have a friend who is a very talented musician his album comes out next month or i guess in a couple weeks now which is going to be really exciting i have an interview with him that we did a while ago but we covered a lot of uh cool bases and I've kind of been waiting for this moment to, you know, for him to put out music and release his first uh, full length album, which is exciting, super exciting. Um, so I want to wait f- for that to happen, and it's right around the corner. So that's exciting, and that'll be coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, it's gonna be an interesting period of time going forward, just because like. Suddenly I went from having a shit ton of stuff to do every single day with, uh, the radio show that I did for the school, working at the radio station and taking five classes and doing, um, two episodes of the podcast every week. It was a lot, it was a lot of stuff. And with what I talked about last week with going into YouTube and film, which is happening now because I've invested way too much time and money into the whole process that now it would be kind of dumb to not go for it. Um, plus like, fuck it. I have nothing to lose. You know, it's like a good skill, something new to learn, which is the main thing I think with any of this stuff is that if you're going to invest in something, whether it's your time or your money, it's good to invest in something that teaches you something new, right? Right. And with video, I mean, I'm learning a new aspect of something that I really find fascinating in a really big way. And I know there's some of you that like, there's got to be, there's got to be someone listening right now that's like, I loved movies. Like, I almost love movies more than like music or, you know, writing or books or whatever you know like that whole art form i think in a way has always been something i've admired in a big way and um i did an interview with ben anderson and he talked about when a guy comes uh comes home and what he does you know and he you know referenced the idea that like what you do in your free time what you spend that time doing Is generally what your passion is right and for a lot of people that are writers what they do is read or write or something along those lines and that was sort of you know what I was thinking like oh I want to be a writer I love doing certain things that writers do I guess which sounds weird to say but um I don't know you ever like romanticize sort of the idea of something but like you don't know if you're fully living out that concept I felt that in a way where I didn't know if I was really committed to the cause and um yeah I don't know I don't I don't find myself reading as often as I probably should if I wanted to go into it I saw the David Sedaris master class which I was really grateful to have the opportunity to check out because that's kind of a it was amazing i really really loved it and i learned a lot about writing and sort of the mentality that goes into being a writer and granted you know david sedaris is a little bit of a different type of writer than a lot of some of the people that i like but i really do enjoy his work and after listening to his class i went and listened and read, you know, his books and I enjoyed them a lot. But I think the foundation of what he was saying and, you know, it ties into a lot of writers and people that I've spoken to is that you have to be consistent with it. And I don't know. I, I think the point I'm getting to is that I wasn't consistent enough with it or wanting to do it in order for me to feel like I really had, a passion and a drive to want to do it like for the rest of my life, you know? And um, that might be like a dramatic way of looking at it because nothing's really set in stone. It just seems like, you know, I'm at that point in my life where you're setting a path for yourself. You're setting a path for what you want to do going forward, whether it's going into a certain medium. And I think, you know, with journalism or like, documentary work in any way sort of it is writing that is the foundation of it all and it's really 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 important and i understand that and i fully fully appreciate that um i love writing and i love creating ideas with you know um by writing my ideas down i think that's a beautiful way of doing things but I also enjoy this, you know, it, it feels way more free and way more authentic in a way, right? There's no spell check on my little recorder thing here. There's no, but I, mean, I can go back and edit it, obviously. But like, you know, it isn't like pausing and reflecting and changing the context of something or constantly looking over at what you're writing and seeing that it has, you know, the red little squiggly misspelling or whatever, you know, it's like those things hinder your creativity in a way that you aren't able to just say what you want to say. And I think, you know, having a microphone that's recording and you're just sitting in front of it talking, this is like pure free form thought. And I love that. I love that in a big, big way. And there's a form of appreciation for that. But I think, you know, it's hard for me to sit down in front of a computer and just write stuff down. And I don't know. It's 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 kind of hard to like make that like interpretation in a way, you know, because you, I don't know, you build up this idea of like, oh, what you want to do and your passions and what you find, you know, amusing and, you love it in a big way. But then also you're like, I don't think that's what I was like cut out to do. And I don't know. I just had that realization. Not like now, not like in the last 10 minutes. I was like, oh fuck, you know what? No, it's like, I've been thinking about that for a while. But what you also find out through discovering what you want to do on a more like larger scales, you figure out the different mediums or like ways in which you can achieve that goal. And I think that's also a beautiful thing because it isn't necessarily super streamlined in the sense that there's only one way to make it happen. And I think that's where like audio and film play a role, right? Because this is another form of writing and storytelling and the same thing with video, you know, and I think they're all connected in a really major way. There's a ton of people that have a podcast and they write it all down. And for those people, that's like the foundation of it. It's like it's writing. It's how they start their show. That's how they put it together. And it's important for them to write it down and to be structured in that way. And, you know, obviously with film, it's a similar situation. You have to write things down, whether it's a screenplay for like an actual big, or not necessarily even a big film, just you know, a film in general. It's like a drama or something. You know, you're gonna write it down. You're gonna have a screenplay. You're gonna have lines for the actors. Even a documentary style uh, film, you're gonna have lines that you write down and think about and put, you know, time and effort into. And it, it is different than the free form context of like other types of mediums within the same like area you know and um i don't know like i I, it's tough a part of me thinks that really just comes down to like concentration in this in this year or maybe it's been like this for a long time i just kind of realized it more this year but it's hard to concentrate on stuff and I don't know if I'm the only one that feels that way. I highly doubt it. I'm sure a lot of you that are listening also feel this way, is that it's just hard to concentrate on certain things. Um, I just watched The Sound of Metal with Riz Ahmed, and it was amazing. It was a really, really good movie. Um, And I think it's hard to sit down and watch a movie and not like look down at your phone and maybe maybe i'm the only one (laughs) maybe i'm the only one that feels that way but i feel like it's such a normal thing in this day and age to just be constantly distracted by outside things and it's generally from like looking at one big screen is very difficult because you have a smaller screen which is distracting you the whole time. And it's just this constant battle of who has your attention. And I don't know. It, 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 You know, when you have those two things competing for your attention, that it's hard for a book, you know, to like garner your attention in that situation. It's hard for a magazine to come into the fold. It's like, those are really, really difficult things to, garner someone's attention and it, it becomes something where the writing needs to be like magnificent and just, you know, so good at this point for people to be captivated enough to like sit down and, and read a book. And it's like, I don't, I can't tell you if that's really happening in this, in the grand scheme of things. You know, it's like, I know that amazing books are coming out and amazing, amazing authors are creating beautiful pieces of work, but it's like, you don't see that in the general scope of like entertainment, you know? And it's like, even albums and music are becoming something where it's like second to the movies that are coming out. And honestly, movies are almost becoming second to like TV shows that are coming out. That's the new form of media that has like won everything like miniseries and uh just tv shows on streaming networks on netflix hulu um amazon whatever like those are the king they're the king of it you know that that's that's media you know and the way that that wins out is because it's only a half an hour maybe an hour of your time you know and it's like i don't know maybe you feel less guilty about looking at your phone while you're watching friends or the office or whatever, you know, it's like those, those things change how media is being made and how it's being digested by the masses. And I think it's important to think about that a little bit, you know, at least for me, because I'm wanting to go into media and wanting to create stuff and I don't know maybe I'm also like living off the adrenaline of taking all these journalism classes and realizing like, why the fuck are we learning about newspapers and stuff like that? When it seems like that's dead in like a massive way, like six feet under, not going to be something that matters. And I don't know. It's not coming from a place of like disrespect to newspapers or that medium, but it just becomes something where I feel like the consumer is dictating certain things that are gonna be pushed to the wayside because it becomes irrelevant in whatever form because people just don't pay attention to it anymore and i don't know i i think like this year has been sort of a a weird situation because we are presented with more time and the ability to sit down and to watch films that we've never you know, been able to watch what we really wanted to watch, like, you know, hopping on the, uh, Criterion channel and watching these random, you know, short films or these films from France and, um, Godard and Fellini and these directors that are, apparently the greatest directors ever and you watch their movies and you're like, that was fucking weird. And I don't know if I'm the weird one or if just like that movie was really odd and you want to love it. You want to be like up on par with everyone else and be really into it. But in reality, it's like that was weird and it's okay to think it's weird. Um, But even with stuff like that, it's like, unless you're really passionate about what you're watching, it's hard to like fully pay attention to it. I will say like in the mood for love by Juan car Kai is I think the director, he, um, that movie is amazing. And that was something that I really loved. I wanted to watch that for a really long time. I wanted to watch it ever since I watched the Anthony Bourdain. I, th- I don't know which one of his shows. It had to have been like his newest one. Um, What was that? No Reservations? or uh, I don't know. Whatever. His newest show that he had. Um, And he visits Hong Kong. And he talks about how amazing that film is. And they go around the country and they speak to another director. And they kind of base the episode off of... uh, off of film and i think that was the first time that i was like oh wow hong kong has like this really amazing historical like film scene you know and that was cool that was cool to watch that and i i feel like i was fully invested in just sitting down and watching it because it like amazed me and it was different than what i've seen before you know and i think that's another factor that goes into getting our attention is is it different than other stuff and I found it hard to do that with like a lot of stuff that like comes out over here that's similar I don't know maybe it's just like content that's coming out now is just all the same so it doesn't feel new and unique and special in any way it just feels like I've seen it before so I might as well hop on my phone and look at you know Instagram while I'm watching a movie which is stupid but it's what we do it's what i do i don't know i i like trying not to you know and on that same note of like films that i find really 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 amusing and i think are amazing there's this movie called padar panchali which was also on the Criterion channel i don't know if it's available on movies like an alternative m-u-b-i which is really really great and i think it's not as expensive i don't know either way it is uh A Phenomenal movie. You know what? It might be on YouTube. You can just watch it on YouTube. Anyway, it's really good. It's from India and it was like in the 1950s and it was extremely, extremely well done and that movie is like two and a half hours and it's just beautiful and I think the underlying theme of both of those movies is that it's subtitles and it's not in English. And you literally have to pay attention in order to know what's going on. And maybe that's a solution. Maybe that's the the answer behind everything that I just talked about. We need to just watch movies and subtitles and we'll pay attention because we have to. That might be the key. I don't know. Uh, like, it, it takes a... It's a conscious effort to watch something with subtitles, right? You have to like... One, make the decision to watch it being fully aware that it's not in English and, uh, or whatever language you speak, you know, just the subtitles in general. But needing to watch that, you know, is a special thing. And then on top of that, it is, uh, yeah, having to sit there and read the subtitles in order to understand. Maybe that's the thing. I don't know. I I, like, obviously that isn't a big. Breakthrough that I just like you know blew everyone's mind, but it is something to consider. I don't know. Anyway, uh, wow, I just spent 20 minutes talking about that. Well, hey, you know what? That was the episode. This has uh, been easier for me just because I've been using different equipment. I have a Roadcaster Pro. You know what's interesting about um this whole like journey of doing this podcast is I've had so many different types of gear and equipment and like I don't know I learned definitely the hard way. What is like the right thing to have. And if I can go back in time and do things differently, I would have just bought this thing and a microphone and I would have like skipped everything else along the way. Um, and that would be my advice to you. If you're listening and you want to start your own podcast, I would just get a roadcaster pro and like a sure SM seven and you're good to go. Granted, that's like $1,000, but hey, you'll never have to spend money on equipment again, and uh, that's the way to go. Speaking of the way to go, it is, uh, it is getting to that point where I think we're gonna start the channel pretty soon. Start documenting some stuff in, uh, the form of a camera, which I'm excited about. I, uh, I don't know. I think I've watched enough YouTube videos to be like, okay, I got this, but also like, oh, this is going to really suck in the beginning. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, I don't feel nervous too much. I think, you know, there's that initial period of starting something and being nervous about how your content is going to be received. And I don't know. I think, you know, it, whatever medium you go into by creating something like that, it softens the blow a tad bit when you go to a different medium, at least for me, I, I, I feel that way. I think with like the podcast that allowed me to break through and sort of have a little bit more confidence about, you know, stuff I'm putting out and then you get, you know, positive reinforcement and whatever, you know, and you also get criticism and different things. And those are all very important to, development and um, you take that with you into whatever medium you go into and it should be a little bit easier who knows uh, there's a learning curve and everything but you know that comes with the time as well I uh yeah I don't know I'm excited for next week's episode it's uh a gentleman by the name of John Martin who uh, is super rad. I don't know, I don't want to give too much away. It's a super exciting episode. This week's episode with uh Alex Nickel was really really cool. He's a really talented musician. Um he said several things throughout the podcast, the episode that like I found uh like could be the name of books or like albums or bands. Um he was talking about like the early days of his music and what he would do with his um, fellow bandmates. And he said it was shambolic and debaucherous at times. And I was like, wow, shambolic, debaucherous. That's like, sounds cool. I don't know. I remember during the interview, he said that and I wrote it down and I was like, wow, that's fucking cool. I like that. Um, Just little things. (laughs) That's what I do. (laughs) <laughs> like i should be paying attention that's the other thing is just a distraction you know it's like you hear certain things in your mind um clings on to it for whatever reason and you want to write it down or you think about it later and you're like well that's kind of cool um but yeah i don't know i think it's been a really fun ride it's crazy to think we're at like almost 50 episodes of the show and Granted, some of them are these which i don't know if this really counts as an episode it's like a, a half an episode I don't know to keep your keep your uh interest i guess <laughs> i don't know prevent you from leaving but um it is uh it's cool it's been a fun ride i am i have no intentions of slowing down anytime soon and um yeah I don't know Things also aren't getting better on a pandemic front. So I don't think we're going to have like in-person interviews, but that's something that I think would be exciting down the road. I don't know if it'll happen anytime soon, but that'll be cool. Um, But yeah, I don't know. That's about it. That's all I got for you today. This week, I guess with a week in review, I can't tell you how the rest of the schedule is going to go next week. I'm not sure, but I can tell you that I have a lot more free time now because I Don't have school or work anymore, which is kind of cool. When you work for a school, then you don't have to worry about it when there is no school. So that's kind of fun. So, yeah, I'll be able to really bunker down and figure out how to produce this YouTube channel that I'm going to do and how to make this uh, this podcast better, even better for you. Um, But, yeah, it's been real. I appreciate you. Make sure to follow the um, podcast on social media, Instagram at the double Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at double Pod, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm probably going to get rid of that shit pretty soon because really not a fan. Really, really not a fan of Twitter. I just don't like it. It seems really toxic and uh, I don't know. I just feel really terrible about humanity every time I hop on Twitter. I don't know if that's a common theme or if that's sort of the... uh, the game plan that Jack Dorsey came up with when he started Twitter, but it seems to be that way. Every time I hop on Twitter is like, wow, the world's kind of fucked up. And then I leave and, uh, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't seem like a positive place. Granted, neither is, uh, Instagram really, but you know, what are you going to do? You got to pick your poison in some way. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. So follow on Instagram, YouTube will be starting up soon. um, and yeah, that's it. We'll be back on, I think, I'm going to stick with the Tuesday, Thursday. We'll do Tuesday and Thursday next week. Uh, new episode will be out Tuesday. We'll do a weekend review on Thursday. And yeah, fun stuff coming up. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to the show. And uh, I'll see you next time around.